Hello, my name is Heidi Jones and I am obsessed with all things coaching, well-being, goal setting and helping you create a balance with your career and health. I'm a health and lifestyle coach that went from the brink of burnout and climbing the wrong career ladder to starting my own successful coaching business and creating a lifestyle to live my most healthiest and happiest self. I teach you the tried and tested lifestyle secrets to balancing your career, health and goals. Shy away from real talk? No way. Fear, failures, setbacks and anxiety are all topics I'll discuss here. Think of this as your go-to truth-talking friend mixed with compassion and understanding while you learn. Hi and welcome to the Heidi Jones podcast. It's so great to have you here. Now, I have a question for you. If you were to score your level of self-awareness using a scale of 1 to 10, what score would you give yourself? Now, if you've said 7, the comfortable number, decide if you're leaning to a 6 or an 8. Most people believe that they are self-aware. However, self-awareness is a truly rare quality. In a research study published in the Harvard Business Review in 2018, it was estimated only 10 to 15% of the people studied actually fitted the criteria. So in this episode, I am here to help you learn what self-awareness really is and how you can cultivate it. I'll be discussing the two types of self-awareness, why experience can hinder our self-awareness and how personal self-reflection, if not done correctly, can actually worsen your well-being and make you less self-aware. Before I delve in, I'm going to share a little bit about the show sponsor, and that is Wear That, a unique styling service for real girls to look and feel their absolute best. I know as soon as I get back to Dubai, I'll be ordering my next box. I'll probably never go to the shopping malls again to buy my clothes. You get your own personal stylist put together looks for you and have them delivered direct to your own front door. You then get to just try them on, choose what you want to keep and then send back the rest. It's absolutely amazing. It's time saving, it's way more fun and it's no stress. So it's perfect for the high flying career woman. And I'm super excited to share that Wear That are the sponsors of this podcast for the month of June. To learn more, visit at where.that.now on Instagram. Okay, so self-awareness. Self-awareness is something I go on about a lot and has definitely earned its buzzword status. Research suggests that when we are self-aware, we are more confident and more creative, we make sounder decisions, we build stronger relationships, we communicate more effectively, we are better workers, we get more promotions, we're more effective leaders and we're less likely to lie, cheat and steal. Self-awareness goes hand in hand with living out the best version of you. And I'm a living example. Developing my own self-awareness has truly enabled me to live a much more meaningful and fulfilled life, both personally and professionally. And what has helped me a lot is having this definition in the front of my mind. I know beliefs, assumptions and past experiences can limit my view. This helps me remember that I can only experience life fully by continuously increasing my own self-awareness through experience, learnings and from the views of others. When you consciously practice self-awareness, you take full responsibility for everything that happens in your life. This is empowering on so many levels and at the same time can shake you to your core 
as you realize how unaware you've been on things going on in your life, the lives of your loved ones and the world as a whole. You know, Black Lives Matter has woke up the world. White privilege and systematic racism expose how self-aware you've been or not and how you've been part of it. And I just know it shook up a lot of white people to the core as they start to see what they've been unaware of and ultimately not taking responsibility for, for the majority of their lives. And the feeling is super uncomfortable. And, and so it should be. But what's empowering is that about becoming self-aware of this, you can change your behavior and make a positive impact. You know, I also think when you become truly self-aware and actively deepen your self-awareness, you can't switch it off. You can't do something to make yourself feel better and then forget about it. It stays with you and until you commit and make the changes for like the long term. Self-awareness is like looking in a mirror of truth. All your values and beliefs surface and you can either choose not to look in this mirror to live a lie and what comes with that is living with guilt, low self-esteem and no personal growth. And you can then either choose to actually face them. And by doing that, you're going to become and live more of your highest self, the person that you want to be. Now, I'm going to share two types of awareness. Each one has a powerful impact on how you can increase your self-awareness. One is not better than the other. So to make progress, what you want is to be able to develop in both areas equally. So there's internal self-awareness. This is how we clearly see our own values, our own passions, aspirations, how we fit in with our environment, our own reactions. So including our thoughts, our feelings, behaviours, our strengths and weaknesses, and the impact on others. So we really connect this type of awareness on a higher job and relationship, like satisfaction, personal and social control, and happiness. Then there's external self-awareness, which means understanding how other people view us. So the research shows that people who know how others see them are more skilled at showing empathy and taking others' perspectives. There are four self-awareness archetypes by Dr. Tasha Urich, and she shares what this actually looks like in real life. So I'm going to share this with you. So if you're someone with high internal self-awareness and high external self-awareness, you are classed as an aware archetype. They know who they are, what they want to accomplish, and they seek out and value others' opinions. This is where leaders begin to fully realise the true benefits of self-awareness. However, if you have high internal self-awareness but low external self-awareness, they're clear on who they are, but they don't challenge their own views or search for blind spots on getting feedback from others. So this can harm their relationships and limit their success. These are called the introspectors. Now, say you have high external self-awareness, but you have low internal self-awareness. You're called the pleasers. They can be so focused on appearing a certain way to others that they could be overlooking what matters to them. Over time, they tend to make choices that aren't in service of their own success and fulfillment. 
And then if you have low external and low internal self-awareness, your class is a seeker. They don't know yet who they are, what they stand for or how their teams see them. And when we say teams, we're talking about all the people in our lives. As a result, they might feel stuck or frustrated with their performance and their relationships. So use that example and take a moment to consider where you fit into this archetype. This could be a good opportunity to pinpoint some actions for increasing your own self-awareness. Okay, so how many of you have people in power above you and you wonder how on earth they have this position? You know, consider if you're working in a culture where experience wins over anything else. This piece of research could really be insightful, you know, or perhaps you're someone that doesn't seem to learn from experiences, that you keep doing the same things over and over again, but you're not reaching new levels of progress or the results that you feel you deserve. Well, studies show that not everyone learns from experience that actually being highly experienced can keep us from doing our homework, such as seeking disconfirming evidence and questioning our assumptions. Experience can also lead to a false sense of confidence about our performance, as we are more likely to overestimate our skills and abilities. What you can do to help you learn from your experience is seek frequent critical feedback especially from the people around you. You know, if you're at work, I'm talking about your peers, so your bosses, maybe the employees, the board. And then outside of work, seek feedback from the people in your life that have the best interest in mind and they have your best interest in mind and they are completely willing to tell you the truth. You know, the first time I did this was an activity I did during my coaching course and probably around 2016. And I emailed five of my most trusted friends and asked them what they saw as my strengths and to provide me something that perhaps I didn't do so well in their eyes or just something I could be better at. You know, I was really nervous to see what they put, but it actually really helped me see myself from others' perspective. And the key to this was to make sure like I didn't overreact to what they they said. You know, I've got to remember that it is an opinion, but to use it as information and learn from it. So it really helped me consider my actions and help me adapt and tweak my behavior for the better, for sure. So that could be something that you do in your own life. Ask five of your most trusted friends, what do they see as your strengths and perhaps a weakness? But remember, don't overreact, it's an opinion. (laughs) Another way to do this perhaps at work is to ask for feedback on your performance. So for example, if you have a goal to be better at public speaking, ask your most trusted colleagues to give you their feedback after your next presentation or team meeting and use this feedback to help you do better next time. All right, so the next one. This is something I know that is going to help so many of you. And if you've done any type of work with me, you'll have heard this in some shape or form before. But so many of us do it wrong. I felt it's essential to add into this episode. So as you're aware, that journaling is a super powerful way to learn more about yourself. Research actually shows people that self-reflect are actually less self-aware and it reports worse, they have worse job satisfaction and well-being. However, do not throw away your journals just yet. 
The problem isn't that self-reflection is ineffective. It's that most people are doing it wrong. And the common question we will ask ourselves is the question, why? We ask this when we're trying to understand our emotions, like, why do I like this person when they treat me this way? Or our behavior, why did I fly off the handle with my kids? Or our attitudes, why am I so against this decision? Why has been proven to be an ineffective self-awareness question. What the research shows is that we simply don't have access to many of the unconscious thoughts, feelings and motives we're looking for. And that knock-on effect is we tend to make up the answers that feel right or true, but are actually often wrong. Another negative effect of asking why, especially when we're trying to explain an undesired outcome that we've had, is that it opens the door to unproductive negative thoughts. Asking why often leads us to get caught into this like negative spiral and we end up explaining our why by focusing on our own fears, our own insecurities and shortcomings rather than a more rational outlook of our strengths or weaknesses. And as a result, it's proven that self-analyzers tend to be more depressed and anxious. So I really need you to consider if you're asking yourself why and change it. Okay, so I'm going to talk to you about what we do next. So if you've been using why to self-reflect, stop today and replace it with what. Asking what helps us stay objective future focused and empowered to action on our new insights and perspectives. I'm hoping that for a lot of you that are listening that are past clients, you're going, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember being told that. (laughs) For example, here's a why question. Why didn't I get that promotion? You're going to reframe it. You're going to change it to what steps can I take in the future to do a better job? See how much more productive that is going to be, more action focused. Okay, another example. Why didn't anyone do what I asked? Change it to, what other ways can I deliver this information? It's like problem solving, isn't it? You're going to get way more ideas to move forward when you ask what. Another one. Why can't I start my goals? I hear this one a lot. (laughs) How about... What do I need to learn to take my first step? Yeah, again, you're thinking about the future. What can you, and you're taking responsibility, you're taking control. Here's another one. Why did I fall off the track with my diet again? Consider this. What support system do I need in place to help me keep keep on track of my diet? Okay, what is delving deep? What is taking responsibility for your actions? So our key word today is what? Remember, your thoughts create your words, your words create your actions, and your actions create your habits, and your habits create your character. So I really hope this has helped you learn more about self-awareness and the power that self-awareness has. And I would absolutely love to hear your key takeaway from this episode and how you intend to implement what you have learned today. So please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at Heidi underscore Jones underscore coaching or pop over on my email, Heidi at HeidiJonesCoaching.com. I really look forward to having you join me next week. Bye for now. 
thank you so much for listening. I really hope you gained a lot from listening to this episode. Come on over to Instagram and let me know your key takeaway. Find me at Heidi underscore Jones underscore coaching. And I would love it if you would leave me a review. Subscribe to my podcast for free. And if there's someone in your life who would really benefit from listening to this episode, can you please let them know by sharing this podcast? I'd be so grateful. Wishing you a great week ahead and I will see you soon.